Spilt Milk Radio, brought to you by SpiltMilkMagazine.com.au. Okay, uh, welcome to Spilt Milk Radio. I'm your host of the show, the infamous dogfight. Uh, now, normally I've got the sassy Miss Cassie with me, but unfortunately uh, she won't be hosting this episode, which is number five. Uh, we were hoping to have a guest host on, well, you know, talking to the lovely uh, Monstry and me, who you may remember from episode one. Uh, we'd hoped to bring her on, but unfortunately she's in Melbourne this week, uh, so she couldn't make it. Uh, but, you know, we do hope to get her on the show again soon. Now, tonight, we've got an all-sticker artist episode, so we're going to talk all things sticker-related, we're going to debate, you know, what stickers are these days, whether they're a genre of their own, whether they're street art, graffiti, uh, or of course, all of the above. Uh, Now... Music-wise, who have we got? We've got uh, songs from Benji, PK Crew. Uh, We've got a song called Molten from Dojo Crew. And uh, first up, we're going to be playing a song uh, from Hijack uh, featuring P. Smurf called Death Must Be Easy, which is a fucking dope joint. You're going to love that one. Uh, So, look. In fact, I've got nothing else to say. I haven't got my co-host with me, so let's just get on with the show. This is Hijack, Death Must Be Easy. Enjoy. <laughs> Sick puppy, wrist slit, shit's bloody They have 36 stubby, still I'm pissed like Chris Humphries Sick like fucking monkeys with elephant trunks While pelicans come, invent A's the next day Fill your head with the cunt Infectious as fuck, next to a bomb, step in the club Make a mess of some cunt and clean up the mess in the cup Fuck with, short for, unfuckwittable When I was born I ripped the cord out, mum's umbilical Twisted on my physical form, spiritual storm That day a sick individual He was born a pitiful porn Used by my parents to play my games against each other Like vital cords in my spinal cord forgot to connect So what's next for me? Best in peace will be my destiny They wanna see me go but I'm too strong It's not affecting me I know death must be easy cause life is hard I know that they wanna see me inside the yard See me laid in the grave What a day, what a day to die I know death must be easy cause life is hard I know that they wanna see me inside the yard See me locked in a box trying to find me a way to survive About to snap why is that? Cause my mind's trapped in spider webs The side effects from fighting back Writing raps Occasionally spraying with iron lats Between my work woman and wine I can't find gaps full of shit Pig styles at copper shops Jails at chocolate block With indigenous descendants of a holocaust Brains ringing the rain Spitting out molotovs Polly's lip the same old monotone monologues Stripping folk with their fur like ocelots Popping locks Blowing most of your dosh At bottle shops Chopping rocks Selling it to your fam Start dropping off one by one The whole block's chewing off their gums like what the fuck are we supposed to do now i pray that you listen but no most is true now we're slaves to the system capital the nationalism imprinted on this racist nation no doubt kick close your mouth sweep it under the rug trick them all into thinking you've done enough to give up divide rich and poor the gap's getting wider and that's why i couldn't find a better day to die i know death must be easy because life is hard i know that they want to see me inside the yard see me laying in the grave what a day what a day to die 
All right, welcome to Spilt Milk Radio, episode five. Uh, we've got an all-sticker artist episode, a sticker spectacular. We're going to talk to uh, Sun One, uh, Funny Money Beats, DJ Skay, uh, street artist fucking crispy. Uh, and uh, we've got big Stick It To The Man in the house. Uh, stick It To The Man is a sticker creator. If he hasn't created your stickers, uh, get at him and have them made up. Uh, now, first off, I've got to say, this show is sponsored by... The wonderful fucking freshly picked heads show. So Friday the 22nd of April from 7.30pm, PK Productions and Skay Music Co. will proudly present Freshly Picked Heads at the Cauliflower Hotel Waterloo, uh, which is going to be a massive night of raw, live fucking Sydney hip-hop, hosted by the legendary Game 2 and uh, rivals, the Human Beatbox. Uh, There's going to be performances by DJ Skay, uh, Benji and KO from PK Crew, Hijack and Big Hustle, uh, <clears throat> Hijack and Big Hustle, sorry about that. And uh, we've got Dojo Crew. So uh, best of all, it's fucking free entry. Uh, get on down there, enjoy what's, uh, what's going to be a great night. And uh, to get everybody in the mood, we're going to play a song from each of the acts on today's show. So stay tuned. Now, uh, motherfuckers, what's happening? Yeah. Not much, man. Yourself? Yeah, I'm good, mate. I'm good. I've got a little bit of a flu. So if I'm not talking uh, too clear... Uh, it's just because my throat's blocked, but uh, don't worry, it's uh, on its way out. Because I know you're going to be concerned about me, funny. I thought you might have had Legionnaire's disease. Legionnaire's. I thought yeah. it was... Uh, it's bonkitis. <laughs> bonkitis. <laughs> now, speaking of bonkitis, that is a fucking wonderful segue. Uh, because after last week's show, where I brought up uh, what it's like to be a transracial, I see that uh, Skay, Funny Money and Crispy have turned up as Chinese men today. <laughs> Uh, it, it's nice to have that support, so thank you, boys. Much appreciated. And uh, I've actually got a letter from a young Indonesian transracial that I'm going to read out on uh, later on this show. But uh, stickers, that's what it's all about tonight. Yeah. Fucking smashing. Yeah. Now, uh, we've been doing a little bit of uh, sticker trading, sticker swapping, and uh, everyone's showing off their goods today. Uh, what are some of the stickers we've had on the table today, Sana? Oh, plenty, plenty of new ones from my collabs that I've been getting done by a sticker to the man. The man always makes the best quality stickers. Um, doing some swaps with fucking Crispy, like always, trying to get his stickers up when I'm slapping them up, doing my big club slaps, and also getting other new artists' um, slaps up, mm. you know? It also getting, you know, like dog what fights and black cats up, you know? You want to get those dog fights up. Oh, got to get the dog fights up. Now, it's funny I've got you here and I've got you on the mic first. I got, what the fuck's your problem? Are you like addicted to fucking stickers? Every fucking week, you got like, what, 10 new designs out. What's the go? Are you an addict? Uh, You know, I don't know. We'll maybe rehab one day. So I don't know. And so what's some of the latest collabs you got going? I saw one with uh, the Massive Corp. Yeah, got one with um, Nameless. So that's going pretty good. It came out fucking dope i reckon and a couple of new ones going along with um craze from america another guy called standard from america and also i got another guy from switzerland who i'm doing a collab with and his name's few so hopefully that one turns out all right but it's all left in the hands of my um sticker man mr sticker to the man and it's going to turn out dope because they always do 
All right. Now, can you just uh, pass that microphone to big uh, stick it to the man there? Stick it to the man. What's happening, brother? Not much, mate. Yeah, thank you for coming today. You're now, right. tell us a little bit about those fucking stickers, because you're making stickers for everybody. You've made them for us. You've made up spilt milk sticker packs. You do God knows how many for that addict over there. Yeah. <laughs> it's keeping me in business, son, is. Yeah, fucking yeah. hell. You're pay, paying the bills, yeah. the rent, yeah. Yeah, the groceries. And so what's the go? You run your sticker business full-time at the moment. Yeah, full-time at the moment now, as I've lost my job for the end of last year. So okay. I thought, fuck it, just you know, make my own shit and see how it goes, really. And so, so what's the go with your stickers? Uh, what, what separates them to everything else on the market? Like the quality, how, how long do they last? They'll last as long as uh, they last on the wall, really, yeah. or the surface. They fade, fade resistant? They fade 100% weatherproof. Unless so Yeah. Which happens a lot. Yeah. Yeah. People pe people see a good design of the sticker and then they just take it. So. Oh, fuck yeah. But yeah, 100% weatherproof, which is good. And how long have you been doing those stickers for? Uh, Stick It's a Man's been going for, oh, fuck, yeah, about four years. Mm -hmm. But before that, I've been doing my own things. So for myself and that, I've been doing signs and all like printing for, it's probably about... 20 uh, no, 15 years wow uh, that's long so time. i started started that started sign signage when i left school well got kicked out in year 11 and um my old man he was doing signs as well oh, got my first, first digital printed sticker from old man so that was the first taste and then from then i just uh was doing vinyl stickers just you know people would give me an outline of like my my word or you know their word and i just put it in the computer and vectorize it and then um you know give it to them so yeah, didn't fuck charge yeah. money then but i'm trying to make money now well that's it and you've got really fucking good prices you know yeah. I, I swear by it I, I get some made up myself and uh i know most of the blokes in this room have had you do a few for them as well yeah but uh anybody following you on instagram would also know that uh you do some pretty fucking cool shit like wraps for laptops and that yeah my god that's what I've been doing when I was when I was working for a company. I was doing um, full full body wraps, uh, car wraps, and you know just pretty much anything to do with sticking. Yeah, fuck that's what it. I was doing. If it sticks, do it up. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So uh, yeah, pretty much. I'm do trying to do that stuff now, but I'm not going to get into it. All such, right. But just get a factory sorted and that sort of thing. Do vo uh, vehicle wraps. Oh, so, vehicle wraps. Yeah, and I'm going to be getting a tax time bigger printer. Oh, and uh, nice. so be able to print out big fucking things. So are you looking, because at the moment, like uh, like for me personally, if I order stickers from you, uh, I basically, I think of you as the short run man. So if I'm looking at getting uh, lots of different designs or if I want, you know, 100 to 250 stickers, you're on, always my uh, go-to bloke. Uh, with the new machines, are you actually looking to increase that? Like starting to do larger bulk no, it'll orders? Still, it'll or? still be the same thing. Same thing? It'll be um, less money for bulk orders because it's less time involved in it. But, All right. But yeah, people people need stickers and people, some people don't have that much money, so the shorter amount of runs is better for you know, people. Look, I think it's fantastic. It makes it possible. It made it possible for us uh, with our uh, Spilt Milk Magazine issue two release and uh, yep, launch good. party to have those sticker packs. You yep. did this up, I think, eight or nine designs. designs yeah, different designs, and they're all that's right, top quality designs. So. Mate, we we could never have had that made up uh, without, I, I guess, somebody you uh, fulfilling that, uh, you know, that area. Didn't, you know? Yeah. 
M- most people yeah. you're going to get huge fucking runs, which means you don't get many designs. Uh, and not only that, it's not cost effective. No. But I try and try and stick in with uh, like custom stickers. So you know you've got a custom design that you want. Yep. I can do that, or custom, you know your custom um, amounts. You know mm. I can go as low as you know ten stickers. Oh so fuck yeah, that's massive. And so if somebody um, like I mean for most of us, we're either have the ability or have a graphic designer or our graphic designers if somebody just has a pencil sketch can you help them out yep, I, yeah yeah i can i can put in the computer and vectorize it up there's oh, no, no charge as long as there's a you know 50 dollar minimum for that because it's time involved in it of course well 50 bucks minimum is fucking nothing yeah mm. so yeah if you've got a sketch or you know pretty much anything a picture i can just people people have given me fo- taken photos of their piece on a wall and i've done it from that that's so pretty dope retrace yeah. it all and that sort of shit I actually saw on your Instagram there was uh, one writer who'd, had, who'd taken a photo of a wall but he'd come back to get the photo and somebody had actually tagged up in his background and uh, you'd made a couple of jokes like that you were going to put those fucking yeah, the cap put, tags put in the sticker. In that would have been funny yeah. but he was like, nah, bro, don't yeah. do that shit. But that's cool. Yep, so that's all sort of shit I can do. So yeah, man. Good. Now at the other end of the spectrum, we've got uh, fucking Crispy. You're the handmade uh, man. Yeah. Hey, young bro. Uh, how am I going? Yeah, oh, a little bit emotional, yeah. uh, but I'm feeling uh, strengthened. Uh, I'm a proud transracial. I'm it. a fucking sticker maker, yep. and uh, I have got the boys here, which is fucking dope. It's yeah. good Sunday. Yeah, and then a barbecue, mate. It's huh? rare that I've got a Sunday off, and no. yeah, well, I think I think old Sonner needs a bit of a barbecue. He's got a hangover from last night. <laughs> yeah, one. I noticed that when you walked in, bro. Mm. So we've just been speaking to Stickets and the Man about his, uh, you know, he's doing a digital printed UV cut to shape stickers. Now, yep. you're the other end of the spectrum. You do handmade. Yep. Uh, what's your whole process? How do you make your stickers? Um, well, I acquired a lot of stickers at an old job. I quite a lot of stickers. Acquired. Acquired? Yes. Oh, acquired. So um, I just figured, you know, I'd spray paint over them and... Mm. Draw some characters and spread them around the world. Spread them <laughs> You got King Street, Newtown fucking locked down. Yeah. But it's been a while. I haven't been up and down there, but mm. a lot of them last. So. And so what's the process? You get blank stickers, spray paint them. Yeah. Mm. Um, draw on top of that with a Posca and mm. cut them out. And Rest stick is history. Yeah. Mm. And how long have you been going for, Christopher? Um, Probably five or six years doing... Five or like six characters. years? You're yeah. a fucking baby. Cassie, can you grab the dummy for... <laughs> He's just an infant getting schooled in this game. Six years, brand yeah, Um There's a lot out there for that five or six years. Mm. So. Oh, look, one thing I've got to say is... Uh, I, I met you, what, in the last year and a half? Two years? Yeah, I think yeah. so. And, uh, you know, I was very surprised at the amount of these fucking squids and slugs and things... Uh, that were popping up on the streets, and I was going, who the fuck's this motherfucker? There's a, there's a lot of stickers, but a lot of handmade stickers, which uh, yeah. anybody that knows, I don't fuck with handmade stickers. I don't yeah. have the time. So yeah. it's an impressive fucking feat, the amount you've done. Yeah, thanks. How many you reckon you've done? Go on. Put a fucking uh, number on it. Go on. you got fucking five sticker artists staring you dead set in the eyes, which means I know you want to say a million, but how many <laughs> have you actually done? How many you done? I'm trying to count, and it's... Uh, I'd say around five thousand or more, because five thousand or more stickers that I've gone through. Look, funny money's just looked uh, looked at me going fuck, a lot. It, 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 yeah. 
Look, it's but um, a, it's it could be higher, man. Like seriously, I'd have to. I think it's sit higher. there and go through my Instagram and count because I usually take photos of them all. <sighs> and there's yeah. a lot, yeah. And you've, there's ones that I don't stick up. You've just brought up a very interesting subject. Yeah. Because uh, in the last two weeks, I've met this new sticker artist who does handmade stickers as well called Betamax. Yeah. Shout outs. I met uh, him last weekend. Yeah, you met him last weekend as well. He's just moved here from Brisbane. He couldn't be here with us today, uh, but. His fucking Instagram, just like yours, Crispy, yep. is all fucking sticker photos. Yeah. How the fuck do you cunts get away with it? It's fucking <laughs> it's social media, put, taking photos of every fucking thing, putting it up. <laughs> if you look at my fucking Instagram, not a single sticker. Not a mention of a sticker. We're, we're it's funny you bring that up. Tell me about the I'm mindset of this whole fucking shenanigans. I don't really stick over anything that I shouldn't. I just stick it on poles and stuff like that where they're not getting in anyone's way. They just mm. add a little bit of colour. Except I have noticed recently that there's some kids sticking my stickers up over other people's stuff. Really? Or, you know, over bus timetables, which I find like if I was going to walk up and catch a bus and I couldn't read what time the fuck was coming, I'd be pretty pissed off. Oh, that brings up so an interesting that. subject. I just stick them like in the bus. That's in where bus. I like. Yeah, to stick in the bus. Them, so they, you know. <laughs> on the bus, the on the bus, run ups. <laughs> well, that's an interesting fucking subject. Topic of ethics in stickers, like yeah. where to be placed, uh, where's mm. fucking all right with it. Uh, I don't know. What's your personal ethics with putting your stickers up? Well, I've always just stuck them on blank spaces because there's enough out there. Mm. But um, then I find people beefing with me and scribbling over my stickers or sticking their stuff over my stickers for no reason. So mm. you got to get them back, I guess. Get them back. <laughs> Look, it's an interesting thing. I, me and Cassie have always kind of taken photos of my stickers up where people have come along with a biro and written yeah. shit on them or drawn dicks on the mm. fucking foreheads of the dog. Yeah. And I, look, I personally like it. Hey, I like well, the interaction because you're putting them in a public like, space. Yeah, it's creative, cool. so mm. I don't mind a bit of creativity, but mm. yeah. Mm. Well, that's very fucking interesting. Sometimes it's annoying. Ah, it can be, yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> now, uh, we've got big DJ Sky here. Yeah, you going? <laughs> what is fucking happening? It's escapism. <laughs> yeah. Now uh, we interviewed you in what episode two? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. And now you're fucking here representing yourself, Craze Co, and yeah. the fucking uh, what is it? Freshly picked heads. Yeah, we've got the gig coming up on the uh, Friday's twenty second. That should be good. Man, I can't wait for that fucking show. Now you do stickers as well. Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, where you're coming from with your stickers. Okay, well I started stickers match probably like twenty years ago because I was a graffiti artist, and my dad, rest in peace to him, was a um, was an X-ray guy, and they get these little stickers that he put on the X-rays or on the envelopes of the X-rays, just like basically address labels and he'd come home with rolls of them so I'd just tag them up and run around the city slapping them and that was like yeah like 20 years ago or something when I was just starting graffiti or getting into it a bit more and that and then um I stopped I didn't do stickers for years man and then I uh, met you yeah. <laughs> dogfight and uh started doing some cool designs for me collabs type thing was coming from my tag like most of my stickers come from some artwork that I've done like a tag or a piece or something like that and then I get a guy to digitalize it and mix it up and do his own thing <clears throat> yeah so then got them going that was what maybe five years ago now or something like that yeah it's been about that long yeah and I think I've dropped about 10,000 in that time just to yeah. rub it in Crispy's face but they're not handmade they're not handmade I'll give him, I'll <laughs> we're, give him we're that here, we're hearing wonderful <laughs> numbers here 5,000 10,000 <laughs> Well, Skate, it's an, uh, an interesting thing talking to you as opposed to 
uh, like stick it to, well, I, not opposed to anybody, but um, you come from the era of stickers as a graffiti artist. So, you know, they weren't pictures, they weren't anything. It was a fucking marker tag on a blank label. Correct. And uh, stickers are really, you know, now when we think of stickers, we think of stickers as like a street art thing. Yeah, true. There but it never still, was. It yeah. was just another way to get your tag up. An well, alternate fucking medium. You know how street art ruined graffiti and all that. So, <laughs> street art ruined. <laughs> you know, it's it's just it's evolved like maybe too far. Like techno ruined hip hop and shit like that. It's just some shit goes too far in my book. Mm. But um, that's just I don't know maybe traditionalist old school type thing. That's the way I think. But yeah, stickers are cool to get you up quick and the characters and stuff they're, they're next level it's what it's the future man there's computers everywhere and dudes are doing this stuff a lot easier and go for it um i might not agree with all of them um but yeah most stickers are cool well let me just set my fucking dogs on you right now yeah you, you said a very interesting line street art ruined graffiti yeah uh how why how, how the how the fuck can straight out ruin graffiti it you could never say Comedy ruined horror. What the what the fuck are you talking about? We're talking about two <laughs> different fucking genres. Okay. So you got to explain yourself, brother. All right. So what's happened is we've been running around Redfern City, wherever, bombing these walls all the time, and we'd have our throw up every week on that wall. Yep. And then some street artist comes along and says, "Listen, you're getting this trash on your wall. I'll paint it, and it won't get trashed anymore. It'll look nice, and and all of that." And back in the day, they'd get graffiti artists to do that, and we'd respect it, and the wall would stay nice. But these street artists who've got nothing to do with spray cans and the culture that we live as a graffiti artist. But you're talking murals. So when yeah, you're saying murals. these murals come along, which you're talking about street artists who are coming up with uh, to do murals, are you not then just talking about uh, legal, you know, the graffiti writers have been known to do their legals and yeah. reap the benefits of free fucking spray paint for uh, doing them. So we we got to define this a little bit more. I like the graffiti style, the words, the, the words. So it's got to be the letters. You've got to have words and letters yeah. to, to, for it to be graffiti to me. Once you just have a character, you might have a little tag next to it. That's not graffiti, man. That's now become art and street art type thing. Do you think that. there's a difference between and legal uh, walls with wild style letters and street art? Which is be like say a Fintan McGee wall yeah, compared to yeah, maybe yeah, a legal BCF wall. Yeah, I think What's there's the a huge difference. Um, what is that? One's done sort of like freehand. Um, they've thought of those letters themselves, mm. whereas most of the street art is either a remix or a remake of another painting. Um, that's just the way I see it. I don't know if everyone sees it that way, but that's the way I see it. You know, like they'll they'll get a, a picture. Um, Kanye West or something painting Kanye on the West wall. kissing himself. <laughs> well, you know, that's that's. Well, see, my my no no blame. Well, see, my personal fucking feeling is that uh, there's no difference between a fucking uh, what it'd be called a street art wall and a fucking legal wall with wild style letters, and that's just because ultimately you got for permission. Neither a graffiti. Yeah, it's that's just true. Legal mural work. Yeah, you know, uh, when I think of graffiti, I think you know it's just boys fucking smashing the city, it's getting just, up. Yeah, I don't know. I put it in genres, I guess, like music and that, and and art does have that. There's graffiti, there's fine art, there's there's classical art and stuff like that. So I'd say street art and graffiti are two different things. I think they definitely are. So, I think yeah. they definitely are, which is also why I actually don't like to compare them. 
Yeah, I, fair I, enough. I, I just but they cross, they cross so much. So stickers is we're talking about stickers today, and that's yeah. where it comes in. It's like a mix between both because you're now getting up illegally, yeah. which makes it sort of like graffiti. But then you've got that more street art design that's like maybe a remix of something or a, or a t- or a play on something you know that, that that's getting up. Um, there is original dudes like Crispy. He's right in the middle there. He's using spray cans to make his stickers. He's he's making them one-offs. They're original artworks, each single one, even though they might look the same. They're all hand-drawn. They're, they're different. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that I'm a bit confused to where, where I put him in which bucket. Yeah. Well, see, an interesting <laughs> thing is... See, you're in your own bucket. Yeah. Well, see, when I think of it, you know, I, I, this is part of the reason I wanted Funny Money here today. Is because me and Funny Money, you know, fuck, how long have we known each other, brother? 18 years? 20 18, years? 20 years. And uh, we first met, uh, what is, breakdancers? DJing and you were breakdancing. DJing. You're going to drop a B-boy stance, brother? Oh, fuck. Uh, we, we've bo- we've bo- we both look like we're going to give birth to triple cheeseburgers. So our breakdancing's long fucking out of the thing. But, uh, look, when I think of stickers, you and me have done a lot of stickers together, and we both came from the mindset of, you know, coming from the hip-hop culture of uh, breakdancing, DJing, and meeting as graffiti writers and painting walls together and fucking cop and chasers together. And you and me have both gone on a similar path where now we rock stickers, but we come from it from the mindset of graffiti writers. It's just getting up. Mm. And so that's kind of why I said to Scale, you know... How do we break this down? What is it? Because, uh, you know, I'm constantly getting lumped in as a fucking street artist. I I don't feel like a street artist. I don't, with that being said, I don't feel like a graffiti writer because that was a fucking lifetime ago. Uh, but I know that when I, uh, you know, throw up my stickers, I just feel like I'm getting up. I feel like I'm, you know, harnessing the energy of that. And what, what's your fucking thought on this? Like... Being somebody who's experienced this with me over the last 18 years, we've both kind of ended up the same part. Uh, you're looking at me with your fucking Chinese eyes. Now, <laughs> let me just preface this. He's still, he's, he's still acclimatising. Now, th- th- this is my lingo. Climatizing is when somebody's smoked their fucking shit and they're still coming into reality. They're at that little limbo area where they're not quite with you, but, you know, they're on their way. So uh, as somebody who's climatising, how do you feel about stickers? You know, what do you personally feel when you're putting up your stickers? Are you just getting up as a writer or what the fuck's going on there? Yeah, it's just about getting up, but I'm with Skay in those views that it's traditional. Um, But I just think it's more, I would say, I'd add to what Skay said in regards to, I think with graffiti, there's more more of a mythology to it so there's lines there's styles you got to follow a certain way to do it so it, you, you do it all the time there's a process to it yeah. i think maybe with street art people like myself find it a little bit not weird but there's no rules to it you can mm. do anything so your character could be anything but whereas from coming from a graph background i guess your letters have to be a certain way a certain style there's certain things you do backgrounds colors mm. so it's i definitely see more of a uh, maybe that's with stickers and you. Maybe this generation will create something in 10 years that they'll look back and go, this is what it means to traditional. But mm. uh, it's cool to see something new. Otherwise, they just stay stagnant and shit. So well, that's right. That's right. It's interesting to see, see the way that our stickers have moved into... Like, oh, look, the honest truth is, 
I'm going to go out and say it is I actually just look at stickers as their own thing now. I don't look at them as graffiti. I definitely don't see them as street art. I, uh, but, you know, that's probably along the same lines as, like, you know, Sky saying, no, no, let's just let's not even fucking worry about street art. But it's just, I, I see stickers have now, have now just moved into their own thing, you know. And uh, I think of, you know, you look at Sydney, you look at the fucking sticker artists who are really killing it. And who are we talking about? Artists like Cool. You know, you're not going to say Cool's a fucking street artist or anything. You know, you can still see Cool throw-ups. You can see, you know, straight-up graffiti. And Cool is one of, in my personal opinion, uh, I'd say Cool's fucking Sydney's best sticker artist. He's also fucking, he's got the most up. He's just fucking destroying it. And when you see a Cool sticker, you don't think, ah, that's that street art faggotry. You know, that's a fucking writer getting the fucking shit up. And uh, so that's where I personally come from, and that's why I put it in its own genre, because I'm kind of like, all right, stickers are starting to become their own thing now, and uh, you know, I don't know. Yeah, no, it's it's I agree, hundred percent. It's I think we're just smashed with so much useless shit mm. every day. Every time we go outside of our houses, it's like I'd rather see something creative mm. than just some shit ad that I didn't want to see in the first place so no that's right you I'm gotta, all for it yeah you gotta get up over this and uh it's just uh you were uh, Sky in the background there you were saying cool straight up fucking graffiti bro yeah yeah I think it's straight up graffiti um I don't know if I agree with his style but I'm a picky bastard picky by the sounds bastard. of it but yeah he's um he's 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 cool well, <laughs> excuse the pun well that's right and yeah but that's also the thing is you'd never kind of you know what, what do you think about what i'm saying about uh stickers almost becoming a thing of their own where uh you know cool who i personally think is one of the fucking sydney stoper sticker artists you'd never put him in the fucking under the banner of uh you know street art or something like that but his stickers fucking they're just oozing across the city They're yeah everywhere. yeah he's killing it um like with, I, I know fibro he does a fair bit with him word up to fibro yeah. he's doing well as well um yeah they just they just try and keep it different as well which is cool they try and do styles that no one else is doing mm-hmm. do things that no one else is doing um other than stickers like they're doing their roller tags with shadows and, yeah. and all of that sort of stuff so that's cool um i like dudes who who, who do push the limits and keep it within the rules mm-hmm. <laughs> so, all right Well, we're going to go to a song in a second, but one thing I want to say is, while we're talking about street art, graffiti, me saying sticker art is a genre of its own, I want you guys, our listeners, to get at me via email at uh, spiltmilkmagazine at outlook.com. Please send me an email with, uh, you know, what you feel about this culture and where you feel it currently stands, because I want to know, because basically this is just a fucking learning exercise, uh, and uh, that's fucking Don't it. Don't blow my buzz, bruh. <laughs> Poor cunt screw. <laughs> bro, I'm not an addict. Oh, I sure as fuck never had any will. These are the best of times. These are the worst of times. Stop bitching, you uh, bitch. This song goes like this. Right now is happy days, feel as though I've got it made Life is uncomplicated and I've got some dollars saved But I still get so pissed that I stumble round the pub barefoot Asking cunts, have you got some change? And then that right for anyone I follow Benji's wave A victory breeze hating, I'm making enemy every day And I never wrought anyone on purpose But I get resentful looks of fellas empty in their purses on my floor As if I forced them into not a fool and what they want to pay me for so desperately It makes you want to gut us, stop the fucking grunt but instead I'll try making amends Cause I know I ain't as angry as them <laughs> Every hour of every day I'm learning more And the more I learn The less 
I know about before And the less I know, the more I start tripping out Fuck, I love my life when I've been drinking till they kick us out These are the best of times, these are the worst of times I ain't one, cause all I line and try and learn your lines There's no one in the world with more than this And if you think otherwise, stop talking shit These are the best of times, these are the worst of times But if you want and then I'll tell you, go and drink some turpentine There's no one in the world with more than us That's a fact of life from one of Sydney's poorest cunts I started from nothing, I went to less than nothing Then I said fuck everything, I got drunk And then somehow my life got better Ever since I started treating bitches like whatever Sluts, hoes, liars and even my mates Had me feeling like I've spent ten weeks on the base Because when I'm paranoid I see things that aren't there But when I'm off chops I see things and don't care And I can't tell you where a ghetto in Sydney is But every cunt I know says I'm so ghetto it's ridiculous I don't know what the difference is My grammar's so bad I can't differentiate mellow from meticulous Pure truth is I'm drunk and a bitch But that never ever stopped me from hunting for pigs So go suck on a fish if you don't wanna get rich Poor cunts crew for life, bitch, double the fist These are the best of times, these are the worst of times I ain't one and can't snort a line and try and learn your lines There's no one in the world with more than this And if you think otherwise, stop talking shit These are the best of times, these are the worst of times But if you want and then I'll tell you, go and drink some turpentine There's no one in the world with more than us That's a fact of life from one of Sydney's poorest cunts You cunts If you're down or up the ridge, well, put her there. You put this dare to step foot in my local and think that no one will provoke you. We got no time of day for you, very gloss eating werewolves, sucking purple on your pops and dyeing your hair blue. I dare you to call the piggies. Fuck Mork and Mindy, we hunt pork in Sydney with a fork in the kidney and a knife in the back. Too many people try to look at life as an act and they play the role till they get locked in prison because they talk so loud that the cops could listen for my job description. Ask the hippies and hobos who spend all their last bucks on flippets and no dose. Sissies and homos can jump in a creek. I'll sell around about four rows in under a week because I'm off my trolley and I'm not sorry. Nearly everything that I own fell off a lorry. Go lick a lolly, you can't, you can't stop it. PK crew pockets, all your profits. Making a mint, but we're still on the dole. Cocksucking coppers, you couldn't catch a cold. Can't get rich and can't get rolled. And if this don't involve you, get it rolled, bitch. Alright, the last song was uh, Benji, The Best of Times slash Get Involved. Uh, now that was the film clip mix, so if you. Search Benji on YouTube, you'll find that. It was fucking dope. And as we've said, uh, Benji will be performing on the 22nd of April at the Cauliflower Hotel as part of the Freshly Picked Heads uh, showcase. And that film clip was actually shot at the Cauliflower Hotel as well, so you can have a preview of the venue. Yeah, fuck it. Check it out. (laughs) Now, before we get back into uh, this whole sticker shenanigans... I've got a fucking email from one of our listeners, which is an interesting thing. One of our listeners in Indonesia. This is exciting. Now, it's not sticker-related. Worldwide. 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 (laughs) It was was on the internet. 
Sunshine's everywhere. You know, a couple of years ago, I had a dogfight sticker on the side of a tank in Kuwait. I got a fo- you got a photo on your iPad, actually. That shit was it's fucking dope. It's in one of your books, isn't it? it w- I don't think I put it in the book. I don't. Uh, maybe I did. But uh, look, let's get to this fucking letter because this shit, uh, you know, this really pulls on my heartstrings. It's something that means a lot to me, and uh, I'm trying to get you, especially these three Chinamen, involved. Uh, <laughs> it's Atchard's. All right, so the letter. Dear Dogfight, I'm writing to you to say thank you. You're welcome. Uh, Thank you for your discussion on last week's show regarding transracial individuals. As a transracial person myself, it was exhilarating to hear that there is someone else out there going through the same trials as me. I didn't even realise there was such thing as transracials, but after hearing you talking about it, and your struggle, I realised that that's what I was. I was born an Indonesian man, but felt that I was, and always have been, a Japanese American. <laughs> Don't fucking laugh, this is my homeboy. He's sending us, this is, he's sending us his heart on an email here. I don't think it is a subject that anybody has ever discussed before, or even realised is a real thing. Uh, look, I agree with you. That's where I touched upon the suicide rate amongst our people. It hasn't been measured because nobody believes it's a real thing. Uh, and then he goes on to say, you were a pioneer and the Mahatma Gandhi. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, You were a pioneer and the Mahatma Gandhi of our movement. Yeah, I hope through your awareness campaign... We become accepted in society. I hope that too. And then he says, from the bottom of my heart, I thank you, dogfight. Konnichiwa from your friend Adi Putra Wijawe, uh, who's now known as Akiko. He's a Japanese-American. So, Akiko, I'd just like to say thank you for reaching out to us. Uh, You know, and I know, I, I can't imagine what it's like out there in Indonesia as a Japanese-American. But I'd just like to say thank you for contacting us. I will continue to spread this campaign. Uh, The transracial movement is in day 14. Uh, So just get behind us and, uh, yeah, spread the word. Thank you. uh, Wow, got him. You got him. Did he say konnichiwa at the end where he should have said sayonara? Uh, No, he said konnichiwa from your... Yeah, he did. Oh, Oh. Yet, he hasn't fully <laughs> trans. <laughs> he hasn't trans. Well, his name is Adi Putra Wijay. That's his. Yeah, but then he yeah, became Akiko. Yeah, Kiko, we call him Akiko. now. Thank you very much. That's my homeboy, Akiko. <laughs> I won't hear anything bad about him. Yeah, I'll fucking roll on motherfuckers for. But it's been around for years, man. Wiggers. Wiggers, Wiggers. came out in the early 90s, didn't they? Late 80s? Yeah. That is basically yeah. the N word of my culture. I'd appreciate you not using the W. No, <laughs> <laughs> it's a touchy subject. So, uh, DJ Skay, you're holding the microphone. Yeah. Uh, have you ever heard of a transracial before? What's your opinion? Well, like I said, the uh, the W word, I think that they've been around for years. Mm. There's been um, very confused souls out there. Mm. Um, so, yeah, they just, I don't know, they just go the way that they think they are. 
And I guess they're not confused. Hang on, we you, are. Yeah, that, that's right. What, yeah, <laughs> that's right. That, that's right because yeah. it's it's not who they think they are. Yeah. They know who they are. Yeah. You just don't realise who they are. That's it, man. That's mm. it. So, uh, big fucking funny. What do you think of the old transracial? As a Chinaman, what do you have to say on this? Well, Vanilla Rice came out when I was in the 90s. So he would have been, I guess, your poster boy for the Wigger. If I can say Uh, that. You can't say that. You can't. My apologies. I'm sorry. In fact, I don't even want to hear the W word said because the W word is putting that word in my head and making me say it, uh, which is just as offensive. It's sort of a bit of an oxymoron because they were sampling white people's music in the first place. So... The origins of it was pretty Anglo. Anglo. Because he sampled white people's music. Hang on, are we talking about hip-hop culture? Yeah, well, a lot of it sampled white people's music. Oh, this is an interesting subject. Because the origins of hip-hop culture uh, have a huge uh, Hispanic roots, uh, which are very unrecognised. And uh, if seen... uh, The graffiti writer, if you've ever seen the interview with Seen, where he says... I love, uh, who was the creator of uh, Star Wars? Martha Cooper and what was his name? Henry Chalfont. Henry Chalfont. Scene had a gripe with Henry Chalfont where he actually said that motherfucker was making a movie and just because he ran out of footage, he started using the breakdancing and the emceeing as part of the graffiti movie and he's actually responsible for combining all of these youth cultures under the banner and making it publicly accessible as what we now know as hip-hop culture. And Scene was very angry about it because he said, as a graffiti writer from the late 70s, he said, I don't fucking like hip-hop. I don't feel it. And he said, uh, I was listening to... Who was he listening to? Um, the Ramones? Some yeah, Black Sabbath and all yeah, that kind of shit. Yeah, they listening to metal. Yeah. There's an interview on, on the internet somewhere and it's got all the old writers like Lady Pink and Scene and I don't know, most probably PJ and dudes like that and um, they're all talking about how they didn't listen to hip-hop and how, how hip-hop music's got nothing to do with graffiti. Mm. Um, it's pretty interesting. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I believe in the elements that they all, they all fit together. Mm. Uh, most dudes who do one do more than one, yeah. and respect the others. So yeah, yeah. Break dancing. Uh, well, me, me and uh, Skay don't believe in break dancers anymore. Uh, we call them male twerkers. <laughs> Hang on, did I did I just put did I just put you in it? That, yeah. Now let me just make this clear. Let me just make this clear. Skay doesn't. Uh, agree with what I've just said. <laughs> if you, if you, if you want to actually say what you believe, feel free. Uh, uh, I don't know. Twerking's cool. If chicks are <laughs> if chicks are doing it, <laughs> so, yeah. But, um, I don't, yeah. Is that is that gone too far? Breakdancing gone too far? Turned into the twerk. Who knows? Yeah, the people is pull a twerk stance. It's basically where you tighten up your butt cheeks. And I reckon <laughs> they did a bit of twerking while they're doing it. You know, they're almost doing. They're doing the arm motions with those flipping, flip, oh, flapping yeah. their arms around and the shit. The moves. Yeah. Maybe their ass was moving at the same time, Oof. and Ozone was doing that back in the day. Ozone. Yeah. Uh, hang on. <laughs> so it was Ozone and Turbo. Turbo was the one who did the shit with the broom. Yeah. He was legit, but Ozone, I, he seemed a little bit Mardi Gras. <laughs> yeah, he seemed, he basically seemed like he was hitting the glory hole after he received his I check. I don't know, like, hip-hop's always been a bit sus with their, with their fashion. I guess fashion, when you're into fashion, you seem to be Mardi Gras. And when you check out Melly Mel in um, uh, The Message and stuff like that, you just wonder what's going on there. 
Not to but, mention but that was tough in those days, man. That was rock, rock hard, tough, you know. Not to mention Ice T and uh, Electric Boogaloo and his fluoro yellows and his thing. That shit was pretty. Uh, I've got to say, it was. Uh, mm, somebody would have liked it. Rather Oxford Street. And uh, now you've got an Oxford Street story. Can you share that with us? Yeah, about, I guess so. you, you'd shared it with us earlier. I don't know if you, you know. Now let me just preface this with: Skade does not have an Oxford Street story, but a series of events led to him having an interesting story to tell <laughs> regarding Oxford Street. Yeah, well, um, we're doing a show up there. Um, it was a battle we were just watching on YouTube before this interview. And um, it was on Oxford Street the night before Mardi Gras. And in a battle, everyone's calling each other gay and calling them fags and all that. And so one of the MCs got up there and said, no disrespect to the gays. But um, yeah, that's just how we talk and that's just what we do. Um, you guys are cool. And the show finished anyway, and we were out and Ali having a quick cigarette, and um, the this guy came running up to us, and he looked all flustered, looked high as a kite and stuff like that. Like, What's going on, mate? And he's like, oh, give us a take of the, the joke. So we gave him a take, and he goes, oh, man, I just picked up this, what I thought was a chick. It turned out to be a bloke. I'm freaking out. <laughs> and we was just like, whoa. I was like, whoa, yeah, that's a bit scary and stuff. He just walked out of the club, saw this this man, woman, and, um, and I don't know, maybe transsexual, but pre-op and um she just grabbed him they went in the alleyway and started kissing and stuff and and i left and um after that i was like yeah i don't i don't i'm a bit homophobic i'll admit it but i don't like too many stories like that mm-hmm. my mate come running back afterwards go oh, man that's not all that happened they'd also partaked in some fellatio or something like that and um before he before he went for the uh reach around and when, when he did he got a squirrel grip and went whoa that's <laughs> no good oh, grab the nuts <laughs> Yeah. Mm. He found Alvin in the chipmunks. Yeah. He told me not to tell anybody, so I just thought I'd tell the story on radio, eh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Spill Milk Radio, as, as I've said previously, this show is never what I thought it would be. Uh, but, yeah, scary, fuck. That's a, that's a story and a half. Yeah, it was a bit of an eye-opener, you know? Like, Just be careful out there, guys and girls. <laughs> Guys, girls. Uh, now, I'd just like to say, uh, you know, because this did come about as a segue from the transracial, transracial and transsexuals or transgenders are very different things. Uh, we don't like to be lumped in the same category. Uh, so please just recognise that and you know, understand. Understand. But you could be both. Well,. I couldn't be both. No, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. somebody there, there could, be, could both. be both. You know, there, there there probably is somebody out there who's basically a white man in his uh, frilly G banger, and he's got his tits going, and uh, you know, he also feels like perhaps that he's uh, Swahili or something. African African American, yeah. Now speaking of African Americans, uh, I am not African American. Son one. Now, you're one of the few uh, indigenous sticker artists in Sydney. Sure am. Killing and it, brother. You know, you've got to, got to be happy with your, your pride as well. So why not put your artwork up where it should be, yeah. in your own land? Yeah, on your own but land. But also, get them, get them up around the world as well. Yeah, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Sharing is caring. Now, where's your mob from, son? Um, down the south coast. It's called um, Ewan. Ewan. So down... Uh, can't technically tell you whereabouts, but yeah. yeah, down the south coast. That's all mm. I know. Well, our um, our uh, 
co-host from the show, Spilt Milk founder Cassandra Jones. Uh, your people are from the Kurnai Nation, uh, which is based from East Gippsland, which is some fucking cool shit. So that's respect. And I often notice. Uh, let's get back into this fucking shit. Uh, stickers. That's what we're here about. I've seen you've done some uh, stickers, uh, including uh, the crew, uh, the Indigenous flag, into some of your designs. I sure have. Yeah. Well, being the being the sun, being the main logo inside the Aboriginal flag. Yeah. Well, that's who I am. I am Sun One. And does that lead on to how you came about the name of Sun One? Like, where does that actually come from? Oh, uh, well, it came from me having a little boy, so having my own little son myself. Yeah. So, you know, being him around me all the time, so he is my number one, so Sun One to him. Oh, well, shout-outs to young Sunna. Yeah. yeah. Fucking nice. And uh, how, how long have you been doing, uh, do we say stickers, or how, how long have you been... An artist, basically. An artist, yeah. Well, um, started off with graffiti when I was 16. Yeah. I looked up to one of my mates brothers quite regularly who was quite you know as we call them burners these days yeah. but um yeah it started at 16 started to drop back from doing it only because i got caught so you know i don't don't need to be locked up for that shit so um you got caught under a different name yeah mm-hmm. but still you know loved graffiti you know love the love the adrenaline rush of you know putting your piece up as quick as you can before anyone else busts you but you know, comes with bad times as well when you get in trouble and paying paying bills. Yeah, fuck you. Yeah. yeah, so well, that's a really interesting thing. It's interesting. Uh, you you touched on that because, uh, like me personally, uh, you know, I started writing graffiti in nineteen ninety seven, and around that time was when I f- put my first stickers up, which were just blanks with my tag. Yeah, same here. We'll keep that tag fucking on the down low. Uh, but through that, you know. Uh, you know, I'd been doing my pieces, I'd been doing those tags, and then... This audio is unavailable. Uh, the show will be continuing, but we've just had to drop a small section out. Uh, our apologies, and the show will commence right about now. Conversation on well, my conversation on uh, stickers as part of graffiti and where I personally come from doing stickers is that I still wanted to get up. I still wanted to do my thing. Yeah, that was uh, like me. I always wanted to get up. Just well, get it. get myself up, let everyone know who I am, but show it, who I am. That's right. But it, it can but get with a less hassle. With less hassle. Less Not hassle, walking around with a spray can. I've got a pocket full of stickers and I'm slapping them up. And you can Takes put them up broad seconds. daylight. Exactly. Nobody blinks an eyelid. Nobody really cares. No one gives a shit really these mm. days. Unless, you know, I have never been pulled up myself and I've got numerous stickers everywhere. And... I've had people look at me and they don't even say a word. And the day they do, I'll I'll peel it off for them if they're not happy with it. You'll peel your own shit off? Yeah, and then I'll stick it back up again. Oh, yeah, that's it. At least you said stick it back up again because I was about to say, hold on. Nah. Peel it off. We I'm don't not, I'm not one of them thieves out there that just steal me stickers anyway. So. No, no. Now, if you don't mind me asking, how long ago was it that uh, this occurrence happened uh, where, you, where you did get busted? Um, well, painting panels back in the day when I was 17 and you know you've got to be kind of quick with doing what you're doing you know two secchies at each end both grabbed me and my mate so you know but being 17 you know we didn't get a big fine so two year good behaviour bond was big enough slap on the wrist for me so even to get that two year good behaviour bond 
the one thing I'm trying to lead actually to here is the process. For people that don't know, obviously you got busted by the security, cops were called, cops came. Yep. Uh, you were taken into custody at that point. Yep. And charged with, what was the charge? Was it vandalism? Malicious damage. Malicious damage. Yes, to public transport. To public transport. And in order for you to get a two-year good behaviour bond, you had to go before a judge? Sure did. Yep. So from being arrested, were you... Obviously, for a crime like that, you would have been released to come back for a court date. You weren't held and then... No, nah, I was I was allowed to go back home, and go. but there was a due court date, so, you know, okay. do the right thing, go to it. Okay. You know, and being 17, that was a good thing. I got away with it more likely where now, it doesn't matter how old you are now, if you've got a spray can in your hand, you're locked up. Well, one thing I want to say to our listeners especially... And the only, the only fucking people I've ever met uh, that know this shit are, if you get arrested, shut the fuck up. Uh, you'll go in, the process is, you will be taken back to the cop shop, still shut the fuck up. They're going to ask you all kinds of questions. They're going to uh, try to coerce you. They're going to say, uh, look, we're going to let you go. Just tell us this, tell us these names or something. For starters, motherfucker, never say a name. And also, don't... Yeah, don't, don't snitch on your mates. Yeah, you never snitch on your fucking mates. Uh, because uh, one thing a lot of people forget uh, when they get arrested is uh, even if you do get locked up, you get fucking released. And, uh, you know, stay real to your family. Stay real to the people uh, who were out there with you. So the process is, is uh, yeah, you'll get... You'll be taken back to the cop shop. You will be charged. Still say nothing. Now, this is uh, where I'm going to with only older crims know this, is get a fucking lawyer. Do get a fucking lawyer. I know everybody says to you, fucking lawyers are just going to steal all your money. And look, even if that is true, uh, lawyers may be able to keep you out of prison. And if not, they're going to be able to shorten your amount of time in prison. So if you own a car, fucking sell that shit and fight this. You know what I mean? Just fight everything uh, and, uh, you know, just do it fucking right. We, As you've seen in Spilt Milk Issue 1, Issue 2, we try to give a little bit of a v advice of things that when the cops pull you over, the things you should do. Uh, these are actually really important and, uh, uh, you know, uh, you should understand this process. You should understand the process of what's going to happen when the cops grab you and where you're going to go next. And uh, with all that in mind... I'm going off the cuff here, but I might actually prepare a document of things I believe uh, you should do when put in this predicament. And I'm going to put it up on Spilt Milk uh, website and uh, you should check it out. It's not legal advice. I'm just like you, uh, but it's from my own experiences uh, of what I believe you should do. You look like you have something to say. Yeah, Co, uh, one of my sponsors, um, makes clothes and stuff. He's um, working with, I think it's called Sydney Criminal Lawyers okay. at the moment, and they're they're representing a lot of dudes um, and looking into art laws as well as drug laws as well for people who get uh, busted doing um, stuff like art crimes and where they stand, so they can help you out. Give them a call. Or and so, what are what are they doing with Crazco? Like they. Um, um, is there somewhere on the Crazco website we can go and check out what's happening with that in order to get information? Or I believe there should be. Um, they're handing out some diffraction glasses at the moment oh, at cool. rave parties and 420 mm. rallies and hip-hop gigs and stuff that have all the details on them. So look oh, out wow. for them out there. 
Um, so yeah, they're also um, sponsoring their some uh, mascots that are coming out. Um, I believe from Crazco. Uh, yeah, I'll let him announce them. I think they've been announced. It's got a Pillman and uh, Super Bong. Oh, cool. You might see it some festivals around soon, uh, dancing around, handing out uh, diffraction glasses and. Well, that's a perfect segue. I'd love to get fucking Crazco on this show at one point. So yeah, yeah. yeah. And you, you're fucking sponsored by Crazco. Yeah, Sky yeah. Music. Get him in there, yeah. yeah. And uh, Crazco, he'd uh, participated at our Spilt Milk X uh, issue two launch and exhibition, and uh, they were in the house as well as uh, Doel was there yeah. representing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was a good night. Great little launch. Good art on the walls. Good music. Yeah. Fuck yeah. You had some mud on the walls yourself. And yeah, you were I fucking think. DJing the sounds. And fuck, actually, you're just like a fucking ink stain across everything that's <laughs> happening. you just got your tentacles involved in everything. Yeah, yeah. I try to keep busy. Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> it's big Now, uh... Yeah. And we're just passing the mic around. Uh, for you for you listening at home, we've actually got two dynamic mics that are being passed around the circle and we've got a multi-pattern condenser recording everything. Uh, but what we do have is uh, Stick It to the Man, triple six, uh, on the mic. So yep. brother. Nothing, mate. So uh, we were talking to you a little bit earlier about uh, the stickers you make for clients and things like that, yep. and that you got into this through working with your father. Yep. Uh, what What is it that personally, you know, aside from the family connection, what is it that you know has really led you on this journey of being an integral part of uh, of stickers being an integral part of your life? And you know, what's the personal calling card for you? Just Why the, do you like just stickers? the artwork that goes onto a sticker? You know. It's pretty hectic so that's it just the art of it really and have you always been a fan of like uh well i'm not gonna say straight out of graffiti art and yeah i've been doing graffiti for a while so oh. that was how i first sort of got into this sort of shit so and uh, you're you're a big fan of uh other forms of art yeah like the tattoo culture tattoos, and things yep. as well yeah i love tattoos i love mm. getting them yeah i got a few yeah he's got one or two yeah, yeah. <laughs> a chinese symbol on yeah. his f- above his fucking yin, asshole yin, a bit of a yin yang and a uh, barbed wire armband shit so. oh you gotta have the barbed wire armband <laughs> yeah. done with the thong rubber yeah, yeah. <laughs> no big into pretty much everything to do with art really i'm not good at doing art but i try but um yeah tattoos as well and and uh, who was uh, who was some of the favourite uh, tattoo artists you've worked with um, around Sydney? A few guys. Uh, Brett, he works mm-hmm. at I don't know where he works now. Somewhere in Newtown. Yeah. And uh, Tristan Bentley. Tristan. He Bentley? works at uh, fuck, I can't remember any of the thing. That oh, I got all my tattoos. Well, majority of them at uh, Ocean Inc in Miranda. Oh wow, well, okay. Ocean so Inc, I know the one. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's always a. <laughs> It's always a thing, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and then holiday ones, whenever I went on holidays, I get a tattoo. Yeah, you got to get those holiday yeah, tattoos. Holiday tattoos, yeah. yeah. The that. roadmap of your life. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Sonny, you got a couple of holiday tattoos there. You've been over to Bali and different places recently. You got uh, anything on your body? Basically, all there? my tattoos are from Bali, actually. Right? You cheap cunt. No <laughs> way. I get a good... I get, no, I wish I did. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, they're good artists over there. Like I've I've had a sleeve done over here in Australia by Ocean Inc. itself and you know, um kind of like it but 
could have been a lot better, mm-hmm. but I'm not dissing them or anything. But my barley art that I've had on me now, mm-hmm. oh, nothing beats it. Yeah, oh, everyone has their own likes. Well, that's it. It's, a, it's a, it was like only being as good a, as what it means to you. Like me being an Aboriginal, it. I've got all Japanese art on me. So it's a transracial. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of transracials, you know, you know, a friend said to me, you know, uh, when I used to work at the tattoo shop in Sweetheads, they, they said to me, uh, uh, what is it? What, why is it Australians are always getting these Chinese symbols? Do you think there are fucking Chinese people getting Australian words on their body? And... The answer yeah, is they're getting yes. the Aussie-made ones. No, they actually <laughs> are. You know, you, you check out fucking Asian gangsters with old English fucking straight across their gut. And I was like, yeah, well, yep, they're doing it too. No, <laughs> they're getting their symbols. Just the with the way. Japanese art, it has more meaning behind it. Like, you know, a lot of their artwork has a lot of meaning behind their stories. So, you know. Yeah, I do, actually. I've got an yeah. armband, so. You can have yeah. Can we have a look? Here's a look. Oh, you yeah. do too. <laughs> can you see it through the mic? <laughs> But yeah, no, me and my auntie designed that. Mm. So, you know, there's a lot of, um, you know, yeah, heaps of meaning behind that. Like, it's all representing my family and where we come from. All right. So. And is there a correlation between uh, the two tattooed bodies I see here and, like, you guys meeting? Like, how did you meet uh, Mr. Triple Six next year? Um, fucking... You did, I did the first year. I, I used to work with a guy and um, he was mates with... Uh, he, was, he was one of my good mates that I grew up with. As a, okay. as a D was his name. As so, a D. And um, uh, he gave me a picture, or he actually gave me a hand-drawn sticker that son had done. and said he wants this done and vectorized it and he loved it. And then and got over about 50 designs now. So oh, wow. and I'm never going to stop that ball rolling. Yeah. Yeah. That's all right. Red's due next week, so... Just keep making the good stickers. Yeah, fuck yeah. No, that's right. And as, as we said earlier on the show, son of fuck, you have some fucking designs. Yeah. You have more designs than anybody else I can actually think of in Sydney well, who does stickers. A lot of them, a lot of the new ones now are collaboration artworks with, you know, a lot of Aussie artists, like, within Australia, um, doing a lot with um, people overseas now as well, which is, you know, good to connect with other artists overseas as well and... You know, share your side of your art with theirs and combine it as one. You trade a lot of stickers, yeah. Yeah, trading, trading's a good way to get yourself out there as well. This is an interesting subject that we had to touch on today. Sticker trading. The fucking scourge of the internet. The scourge of sticker artists. If I get one more email asking to trade stickers with some fuck chop, uh, well, actually nothing will happen. Well, I only do selective trades, so, selective you trades. know... I I, I want to see what the artwork looks first before I send off my good vinyls to you know. Now is it to get you wasted. want to see the artwork on the on the stickers, or is it that you want to know that that artist is somebody that has good artwork? Yeah, I want to know if they actually have good artwork themselves. Like I don't want to collect a package which I have collected quite a new numerous amount of shit packages from people, and you know. Oh yeah, that yeah. happens. That happens too. Well, yeah. I, I think the mailman steals a lot of them ones. Yeah, well, uh, you just leave the humble mailman alone. You don't worry about the mailman's collection of stickers, and you best believe as the long mailman as slapping them up boxes. for me. I don't care. Most sticker packs go missing all the time. That's why they're running late, people. Uh, that sounds like an excuse to me. What it sounds like to me is uh, fucking crispy is just siphoning fucking stickers and. Uh, 
<laughs> not sending anything. You ever brought a stamp, cunt? Yeah, I have actually. <laughs> They've got cats on them. <laughs> they got cats yeah. on them. And the royal thing. family. Yeah, the royal family. Yeah. <clears throat> what do you think? What, what's her name? The brunette who got married into the family? Isn't she Aussie? What's her name? Danish royal family. Yeah. Oh, Danish. <laughs> Slippy. Yeah. yeah. And he slipped on him. What is it? (laughs) (laughs) You know, all royal families are heavily inbred. They're so, like, because these motherfuckers, like, this has been going on from the Crusades, where all they do is fuck their cousins, fuck their brothers and sisters. And it's just, honestly, the sperm, it's basically like ass to mouth. It's just this circle that continues (laughs) on. Shit's intense. These motherfuckers are wild. Yeah, it's true. Mm, That's why they got rid of Diana. Diana. Yeah, I thought they killed Diana because she was having sex with the Muslim man. Yeah. Because she wanted yeah. out of the... Racist motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah. yeah Daddy Fayette. Yeah. You know, his fucking dad is Muhammad El Fayette who owns Harrods. Harrods the motherfuckers yeah. got mad cash stacks. Yep. Better than royalty. Yeah, better than royalty. <laughs> yeah. Stacks. All right, well, we're going to take another quick break. Uh, let's hear a little something from fucking uh, Dojo Crew. The single is titled, 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 I can't even fucking speak at this point in time. Dojo Crew, the single is titled Molten. It's that Molten Lava shit. Check this out. If it's preloaded, it's hated for dopeness Freezer, diluted, more saliva, less mucus Like new kids, flatten the surroundings Gather up your fam in the burn housing Shaolin monkey, swing like Jumanji Between my ears, nothing inside my skull Thoughts disappear Until the coast is clear from Ellie to Brizzy I get so dizzy, jelly-legged and fizzy Catch me in the right sitch, never bite or scratch While you cats and neither for your whack Cyanide caps in my cyberdyne matrix My DNA split, catch me walking through a snake pit Day trips and nighttime missions and sick symptoms No remission, fit the description, mix my prescriptions Hitting the sticks, I got the dynamite packed Trying to break my way out of this 9 to 5 trap Viper type snaps, green keepers, stash leakers Shadow sleepers with tactical decent Sleepless demon, keep it real, I documentary So peep it, stay inside with Despite subpoenas Natural abbreviants for hours and days Weeks are shoved into one cramped space Bluntly translate your front then handshake A slump and a gesture, a drunken measure Mr. Undefendable, the holy soul is deep as sunken treasure under seas, fuck pretenders Mr. Mentor, yes it's fizz, straight devilish Jack and Martin Skrillies, AIDS medicine is selling it Fun presenter with no demeanor I seek like the website but no jobs to feature Preach the sermon, peep the cursive wordsmith Every phrase I'm spitting ending up with burnt lips So stop biting with your mouth can't chew I know it eats you up, my DJ flows better than you But we're like Space go. Form of a dragon Pursued by brass apes and grass snakes Call me overdose Yeah, yeah well, I'm known for making hearts break Clear points I make like bags of class A's 
past smoke stain left on the walls of trains Like Boston, we're busting intelligence corrupted Levels of rage past what the fuck shit Causing constant concussions from dropping bombs of percussion And I'm a rapper till I'm out of production Suffering something, I'm a cancer on society An illness the likes of me cannot be killed in its entirety Can't gain sobriety, flames reach your porch You've been here before, but the dream ain't the source I'm pyrotheocratic, scorched commandments and granite In my hand a pack of Xanax helps me carry the planet Atlas the factual, I'm bearing seven billion counterweights I dominate the atmosphere until I'm out of space I'm bound to shake down your place for some bars to take Like what was your house is framed When I die, don't want me crying as I decompose This be my soul speaking, my body's only meeting bones Fleets of clones get sunk in their droves On the oceans are aware that they lie there Casino flow, my style's a pit of despair Disguised as a breath of fresh air I see eye to eye with death stairs Let's get there, then figure the shit out yeah. I'm spinning it out to make the sesh count Half what we jack like junkies with smack But your beat is what we scored so we get the slip pack yeah. Skin blistered by the bitumen as I kick back My horoscope says I shouldn't have made it this far intact Rip raps, watch the scenario Throughout the RVO, fizzle less and gonna let the party know so stop biting with your mouth can't chew And Leicester, space goes coast to coast. Got you put on the spot like a talk show. It's the fucking dojo. What up? Welcome back. That was a wonderful fucking song from Dojo Crew. Uh, and as we've said a couple of times on this show, you can see them on Friday the 22nd of April at the Cauliflower Hotel as part of Freshly Picked Heads, which is going to be fucking dope. Now, uh, we're going to start to wrap up the show here. But one thing we want to touch on before we leave is uh, politics because uh, uh, often people think that, you know, I'm down on that greeny shit, but I'm actually not. I'm a proud capitalist. Yeah, uh, I've known this for some years. You're yeah, definitely... A capitalist. Yeah, Mr. Burns at heart. Olcus Cash, bro. That's it. Uh, what do you think about political stickers? It's it's an opinion. Do what you want. It's an opinion. Yeah, let's just... But do you feel that there's a place uh, within street art and... Gra- well, street art, yes, but don't worry about all that. Graffiti art... Uh, for motherfuckers to be uh, pushing their opinions on the public in that manner. It's such an aggressive... Basically, if you're putting up uh, political graffiti, I consider that mind rape because you're just forcing it upon me and I haven't said yes. Well, it's just like when it becomes uh, time to vote and they put all the local signs up for the douchebag fucking politicians in my local area and they never come down. And, they, they <coughs> and that's not illegal? Have you seen the motherfucker up down here? Oh. Across the road from Deus Motorcycle Shop... They needed a cherry picker. Like, dead set, the fucking thing is like 40 metres in the fucking air of just old mate's head on one of those fucking signs. And I bet it was my money that put it up there and I bet it was my money that took it down. <sighs> Walk down King Street, you're working for the council, taking down, like, Greens posters mm. along King Street. There's well, a they lot should of money take down fucking that. Greens posters. If you get caught putting up a poster, they fine you. Well, they fucking should. How how <laughs> dare th- how dare these fucking greenies? Oh, paste up. Paste up. I just can I speak, please? 
I just want. I just don't want to mind rape you when I talk. You know. What do you got? What do you got? You were saying that you feel like you're getting mind raped when you yeah. see something getting put up like mind that. You don't have to take it in. You can just go out and forget about it. It's TVs put mind raping you, everything like that. It, everything. When I'm talking now, I'm mind raping you. I hope it feels good. <laughs> because, you know. It definitely <laughs> feels unlubricated. And everyone's got something to say. <laughs> Everyone sees everything. We've got all our senses to feel and see everything. Well, You've graffiti at nature is mind rape. Yeah. It's like, fuck you, cunt, catching your day, your train to work. Check this out. Yeah, Bang. Yeah, 50 <laughs> colours. In your face. But everything is. Uh, society is mind raping every day in every every faucet. All your senses are feeling it. If you ask me, so yeah, let it go. You just take it to heart if you want to or don't. You know, it's that's crazy. But political has always been a part of graffiti from the start, man. The first, mm -hmm. some of the first graffiti ever done was most probably like stuff on the Berlin Wall and stuff oh, like definitely. that. Oh, definitely. You know, saying whatever they said. Um, Actually, the first graffiti was fucking Sun One's cousins. Yeah. Mm. Still in the cave paintings, mm. yeah. Mm. Black yeah. cats, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Well, and then, could, and then we're a, talking a big about argument. There could be the Egyptians. Could have been a lot of people, you know. Well, growing up in Sydney, I always remember the free Tim Anderson graffiti and shit like that. You know, political prisoners and shit going on. So, I mean, yes, you know, I, I, I say, you know, please don't push your politics on me. But uh, you know, at the same time, I understand where this culture was uh, founded from and uh, as much as graffiti and mind raping a lot of people <laughs> how many motherfuckers you have you unconsensually put their opinions in their minds through your manufacturing only been a few nothing yeah. political at all I don't think so as a sticker creator what are your boundaries what will you print and what won't you no no child Anything to do with child, uh, child porn. Is no what child I'll do. porn. Yeah. And that—that's—that's that's the cutoff aside pretty from much, that. Pretty much, yeah, everyone like everyone's got their own opinion to yeah. everything, and that's a, that's where I draw the line. Do you have p people bringing much political stuff to you? Like, do you have anything uh, on asylum seekers or anything uh, racially motivated, or you know? Nothing like that. No. As yet. As as yet, or I'd I'd be printing them if they yeah. wanted them. I've printed a few. Stupid things, but yeah. Mm. I had um, the Rolf Harris and uh, who's that? The Hey Dad dude on some stickers. What's his so fucking name? Creep. Hey yeah. Dad. No, yeah, Robert yeah, Hughes. Hey Dad, get your finger out of my asshole. And uh, a couple. Uh, well, it wasn't racist. It was a sticker that says <laughs> "racist is awesome." Uh, racism is awesome. Was another one. I asked the dude. I go what's the deal with this and he goes what you, you're not a racist and I said well, I've got no opinion on that and that was that was the end of it so not having opinion not having an opinion is possibly racist it could be if mm. you take it that way yeah mm. well I'm going to take it that way right. you racist I'm winding you up that's fine <laughs> what, what do you got Sano political anything have you done any political stickers no I don't don't see the need to myself like basically i just like writing my name on stickers and getting my little sun character made up mm. there's nothing po political about the sun <laughs> so. it's a bit, bit sticker political i was with old mate over here the host and uh, we went out postering one night 
and this dance festival decided to uh, poster oh, over us. We fucked them up too. And so yeah, so we came up with this idea to cancel their festival, mm. and uh, went around with uh, cancelled uh, stickers and put them over all their posters and put shared that on the net and had a lot of people messaging me going, "Oh, is this festival cancelled and stuff like that?" And I'm just go, I just didn't say anything. You know, they they saw and thought what they wanted to and. And yeah, so don't mess with our posters. Actually, that shit was fucking dope because you and me had gone for a dope fucking poster run that night. Yeah. And these motherfuckers used our moist glue to put their own posters up. Yeah, and our, our new, posters our were new wet spots on the wall. as well. We've got some yeah. mad new spots, spots, and they just went straight over us hours later. But luckily, I, I took a detour on the way home, and then um ended up heading home a couple of hours later, and I saw them over it, so I peeled a few of them. Mm. And then we cancelled the rest of them. Yeah, those those, <laughs> those fucking posters were do- dope. Infamous crew cancelled yeah. straight over their date. Straight, so a lot of music festivals were cancelled that month. And then I got really aggressive fucking... Uh, back when I still had Facebook, I got really aggressive emails saying, how dare you fucking cancel Stereosonic and shit like that. And I'm like... For starters, I don't have the power to cancel anything, but if these motherfuckers want to... Believe it. Yeah. yeah. Look, I'm, 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 just, I'm sorry I cancelled your steroid first. And, uh, uh, what do you got to say? What do you grab the mic? I was handed to me. What do you got to I say? I inherited it. Say something. Say something. Oh, no. Nah. Got... <laughs> I didn't bring my set. Well. Funny money beatbox. There you go, some beatboxing. Oh, my God. That's, that's as basic, that is as bad as beatboxing. I've heard you can B-boy sing. I've heard, I've heard you're really good, like, quite good at singing. I'm a very good singer. He is. He's like Barry Manilow songs. It's mm. can I you? That'll bring us to the end of the show before he sings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'd like. I'd like to say this is the infamous dog fight. This show has been horrific. My guests have been even worse. Uh, but I'd just like to I say, have. thank you to everyone for coming here tonight on this show. So many dope Sydney sticker artists. Uh, I can't wait to collaborate with all of you if I haven't already, but looking at most of you, I have. Uh, so. Fuck. This guy. Kane. It's mustard. Is that a mobile FPOS machine in your pocket? <laughs> Motherfucker's dishwasher broke down. It's like, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll hook you up some stickers. <laughs> All right, well, I'm the infamous dogfight. This has been Stick It To The Man, Sun One, Crispy, fucking DJ Sky, you word up. And uh, fucking funny money, the Chinese sinister minister of... Konnichiwa, bitches. Konnichiwa. I like to say ni hao ma, motherfuckers. Dong ma. Dong ma, mate. All right, thank you for listening to Spilt Milk Radio, episode five. And... uh, Peace out.